Okay, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Anchor Movie Talk. Um, the National Film Tribute presents Anchor Movie Talk, and I'm, I'm with your host, William Christian Price, and uh, I'm joined by a recurring guest that I've had a lot of times, and um, I'm so glad that he's back and that I could bring him back on the show. Uh, esteemed guest, please introduce yourself. I am Roger Hanna. It is good to be back. It's always good for you to be back, man. You're so great. I love you so much. You're the best, bro. <laughs> Thank so, you. Um, Today, we are going to be discussing uh, the Sony Opens a Game to Movie Adaptation Department, uh, and we're also going to be talking about, actually, um, so do you, did you uh, want to still talk about the Just Cause thing, or um, do you mind if I throw in, like, one more just so we can, like, you know, get a, an, I'll, I'll throw in another one, and we're going to talk about just the Just Cause series, getting a new writer. I didn't even know that film was being made at all, honestly, um, but all right, and um, we're also going to be discussing a little bonus to, uh, thing at the end with, um, we're going to be reviewing Detective Pikachu uh, towards the end of the show uh, and give our thoughts on it. Uh, do you want to do spoiler review or non-spoiler? We'll do a half and a half so that we can get like... Okay, yeah, that's fine. Um, so starting off with this news in regards to um, Sony opening a studio, uh, or not opening a studio, but opening a department in their studio in regards to their making their video games into adaptations. Um, it was reported that they're trying to build more franchises for Sony outside of Spider-Man and want to be able to do that in the game franchises that they have because they have so many and they're very, very exclusive and have been highly uh, acclaimed over the years. And uh, I remember them trying with the Ratchet and Clank movie. Didn't they have a Ratchet and Clank movie not too long ago? The, if they did, I never heard about it. Okay, because I feel like James Arnold Taylor and all of them were like, uh, they were, I, I feel like it came out like, a couple years back, but, um, so overall, what, how do you feel about this news about them getting, like, because this can mean, like, we could eventually get, like, a God of War series, or a Ratchet and Clank, or Jack and Dax, or a, well, they're already making an Uncharted, like, you know, more of these Sony ip type of, uh, video game movies, and, um, kind of in tandem with what we're talking about later with Detective Pikachu, maybe, Something like that gave it the steam, uh, gave Sony the push that they needed to be like, oh, people do really like seeing these movies if they're well made. So how are your, what are your thoughts on them? And then like, I'll, I actually, yeah, let's just start with that. Like, what are your overall thoughts on the idea of this new de department in Sony uh, producing video game movies? Uh, so <clears throat> I have this conversation with my roommate all the time. Um I think it is an overall bad idea to make movies about video games or branching off of video games. And the reason, my reason for it is that with video games being so advanced now with such strong narratives and focus on storylines, why would you make a movie when you could just continue making games? Right. Uh, her argument against this, of course, is to broaden their audience, is to uh, reach out to people who don't play video games right. and get interested in the franchise and my opinion on that is fuck them um <laughs> if, if, i don't I, like if they're not interested in the video game why would they be interested in the movie that's so true <laughs> that is so true i never thought of that that's true like, it, 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 it it's it's just my opinion i think as far as money goes i think i mean go for it you know if, if all you're interested in is is a cash cow uh and you want to beat this dead horse then go ahead make a I, I don't know, a, 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 a Last Among Us movie, or which was already a movie that you got to play. Uh, you know, God of War, there's there's all these rumors going on about Jason Momoa becoming Kratos, which, I guess, but why would you do that? Why yeah. wouldn't you make another game? Right. With him as the main character, maybe, instead of like, what, a it, whole new idea, yeah. Or it, I... <sighs> the, the, that's my opinion on it. Plus, I mean, plus, I mean, there's there's been on record so many movies based on video games that just went fucking terrible. Right. Uh, I mean, obviously, Pokemon didn't do bad. They didn't do bad at all. I should right. say they did very very well. Um, but I mean, like, uh, you'd start. Let's start with uh, uh, 1993 Super Mario Bros. with uh, 
John Leguizamo and that other guy who was in Roger Rabbit. Uh, that was, I mean, while it's fun to watch, it's, it was absolute crap. And I mean, it, it goes the same for Double Dragon, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat, the second Mortal Kombat, any of the yeah. Resident Evil movies. Uh, Doom with Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Blood Rain the movie for anyone who didn't see that. Hitman, the, uh, wait, were there two Hitman movies? I can't remember. Yeah, I think so, yeah. It's like, um, let's see, the Max Payne movie. If that was just a movie, like if it wasn't a video game to begin with, I think it would have been all right, but they didn't stick to the... The main narrative to it. Right. Uh, it's an game. Let's see. Obviously, the Tomb Raider movies, I'm not going to worry about. Um, and then. Assassin's Creed. I forgot Assassin's, Assassin's Creed. Creed was okay. I think yeah. they went a little overboard. They tried too much. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> I mean, you know, upcoming, we have Sonic the Hedgehog, which we've seen what they're doing with that. And uh, I think the most recent and my most hated would be Rampage. The video, the video game movie. Yeah, that was a weird. That was an odd movie. I don't know why they would have done it in any of the ways that they did. Right. But I, we'll talk about that in a different episode. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, like, cause I'm, I'm over here thinking like they got all this stuff that they want to do. Like you said, maybe uh, it seems like they haven't really gotten that and in, in that flavor yet of like really knowing how to make these video games movies work. Um, it's like right now they're in like the 2003 early 90s like Marvel superhero DC phases I mean DC movies were still better than Marvel movies at that point but like that idea of like trying to make the superhero genre come alive it's like this is their era right now of that and eventually we'll get like one really really good one and then there'll be like a dozen more trying to catch up and stuff but um if there is one to maybe do it in your eyes, which kind of IP or property would could you see it doing? Like, or could you see it being if there was like a diamond in the rough to really break out into the mainstream? Oh man. Um let's see, it would have to be a game that's not basically an anthology. So none of the Zeldas, in my opinion, would work. Mm-hmm. Uh, plus the narrative would hurt because the main character doesn't fucking talk. Um <laughs> And if I ever see any form of media where Link speaks, I'll get mad. Right. Let's see. Maybe a Rockstar game or, I don't know, something fun, something Far Cry maybe? I don't know. That's a, Actually, I was exactly thinking what you were thinking, like the small-scale, like, GTA type of game, like, starting with, like, I don't know. I would start with a San Andreas, but I know that's, like, a lot. That's. It seems like those are more, like, the more I, the more you've like really watched them and look back at them, they're so good that you can't like really contain all their storylines and make a, maybe a good film out of it in like an hour. Maybe something like Red Dead could work, or like you said, a Rockstar game with maybe a whole new original idea, and you just bring on the guys that create the game and try to make it into a movie in a way. Right. right. Yeah. See, my thing with all these, uh, every single movie I've listed so far, none of them felt like they were made by a fan of the original game. Yeah. Does that make sense? It yeah, felt yeah, like someone sure. was like, hey, that makes a lot of money. I'm going to make something that, you know, uses that brand. Right. It doesn't feel like it has any passion behind the project. Yeah. And and that's, uh, yeah, the, I feel like you're like, you hit around on the money with that because we've seen how, like, when you're not really that passionate, we get stuff like, you know, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, and, and so on and so forth. And, and the people that don't care, like, goes to show in their product or people that aren't aware or aren't fans, like you said, like, uh, like Kevin Feige is like a comic book fan before he's like a big um, a movie fan. And it seems like he really hones in on his nerdiness when it comes to making his movies. I was just watching like the, the first few Marvel movies lately or the MCU movies. And I was like, man, these are still like, they still look really good for the times that they were made. in, at least like, the Hulk is a little bit off in, in some uh, parts of the movie in The Incredible Hulk, but I was like, man, I almost forgot that Terrence Howard and, and uh, Edward Norton were in this universe at one point or another as those characters, but that's beside yeah. the point. But um, So then what are, you, what are your thoughts on like this news of like having – because even um, the video game actor that voices Nathan Drake, uh, Nolan North, he was talking about how like he doesn't think something like an Uncharted movie would be necessary only because like – he feels like the fans themselves like kind of made that same claim as you like in terms of like the movies feel like 
uh, are the games feel like movies already? So what's the point of making it, uh, making a, a actual movie for it? Um, I'm not gonna lie. I would still love. I would. I would. The only reason why I would want an Uncharted movie is because those set pieces are. I mean, obviously the story is amazing and the character is too. But the way they do set pieces in those games are like super, like incredible. Like they're just like I feel, especially like if you've played them all the way through. It's like you, no matter what game or what level of the game you're at, it's like it's like so amazing to watch these things play out in the game the way it does and. Um, it's like this beautiful disaster aspect to it when like stuff is falling or uh, the way things crumble around him. It's just super cool. I, I just think it's super cool. But um, but yeah. And uh, how did you feel about like them going with like, let's say a younger Nathan Drake first, even though like we know he should have probably been played by like a Chris Pratt or uh, actually I feel like Bradley Cooper could play more his older brother than than uh, Nathan Drake. I know people threw him out there for that. But um, I see him more as, like, the older brother, like, the con man type, because he kind of played that in the A-team already, and I liked him in the A-team. Um, and I, But I think, like, uh, if they got someone, like, I don't know, maybe Liam Hemsworth could play, like, a good Nathan Drake. He's pretty, he's still pretty young. And, but I don't, I haven't really seen him do anything outside of the Hanger games that has, like, wowed me, and in, in Independence Day wasn't that good. So he's got to kind of win me over first, but uh, I don't know. I'm just, I would love the prospect of this, but... Um, like you said, maybe because um, they haven't really f- figured it out yet or found the right niche, maybe I don't. Maybe it'll take a little bit more longer than, let's say, the superhero genre did and stuff. Uh, but I would like to know. Lastly, like, do you think it could ever happen? And if so, uh, I mean, well, I, let's, let, let me better rephrase it. How long? If it does happen, how long do you think it may take? Like, do you think we're thinking five more years or t- like twenty more years, ten more years, like? What is your range for uh, how long it might take? So uh, it, it, when it comes to uh, uh, um, assuming something can happen within a certain amount of time, right. uh, I always stick to my maximum is 12 years. It will take 12 years to make a huge change in everything. Right. right? Um, I believe that if if Sony, and if it is Sony, uh, but if, if Disney doesn't buy Sony before then, <laughs> <All right. laughs> um I would say seven years. I would say it would take seven years. And as far as it happening, yes, I do believe there will be a sect of some company that will take advantage of the incredibly large fan base that you can find in video games. As long as a franchise has fans, there will be a movie made about it. Uh, And I mean, that goes far beyond, you know, just video games. I mean, you're, I mean, like that. You card games. I mean, you're looking at, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh and all that. No, that's also so. very true. And um, also, uh, so I guess, do we have any like concluding uh, thoughts on the topic? Oh yeah, and uh, also an update: the Ratchet and Clank movie came out in 2016. <laughs> yeah, I <laughs> and, uh, it, it was real. Right. It was uh, really. It didn't do that good on Rotten Tomatoes at 21%. But hey, that's. So maybe that was like their version of um of like Iron Man or something or their Amazing Spider-Man. Right. Maybe they'll they'll come back with like an Uncharted movie and it'll be really good out of nowhere. But I don't know. I, I really like that Nathan Fillion film that that short film. I don't know if you've seen. It. Have you seen it before? Uh, we we have had this conversation before, and since then I still have not seen it. <laughs> yeah, I should. Like if there was one, I would have wanted it to be him, but. Cause like the idea of like an uh, an older Nathan Drake or the age that Nathan Fillion's at, I think he still has enough time. But I don't know, maybe because the superhero genre is still like you know it's not trudging along in terms of like a lot of them being made, or uh, or the video game genre, right? But not the superhero genre. Um, since they're not like really trudging trudging along, I feel like it'll be too late by the time maybe they do start making one. But um, I really want uh, Bradley Cooper to play the older brother, though. I think the older brother in that movie is so dope. He's so cool. Um, uh, like the the older brother in Uncharted. I forgot his name. Is it Wade? Tell you. Are you have you played the games? See, I pl- I played the first one. Oh. And I've seen people play the rest of them. It what yeah. it's a good game series. I don't want to I don't want to stop that. Um, I just I I haven't owned playstations in my life oh i feel you i just recently started playing on playstation 2 i got mine a year ago i was like man this feels so weird because i've always been like an xbox kid my whole entire life 
I don't know yeah. what I was talking about, video, <laughs> video game talk. <laughs> this is what this show has turned into, just video game talk. <laughs> um, but believe it or not, there are a lot more where that came from. So um, our next topic is in regards to... Okay, so first let me get up the article. I should have been more um, thorough about this. Uh, but basically, a Just Cause movie is being made. Um, I didn't know this was happening. Uh, I, I didn't even know that... I honestly didn't even know they had a writer, but I should actually for now, uh, since I'm trying to pull it up, we'll talk about another video game aspect of like filmmaking. So we have the Sonic movie. This was also something we talked about a while back. But at first we thought that they were just going to fix it and release it in the same um, the same year or the same release date, which was going to be in November of this year. But reports have now come out that um, Sonic is being pushed back to 2020 for yes. the for the. Uh, the visual effects team to basically kind of fix him a little bit. And um, so let me just get your overall thoughts on that. Cause if you've watched previous episodes, um, we've kind of talked about this uh, or we've, it's kind of been like a recurring uh, headline in a way for, for uh, when we've been on the show together. So uh, what are your thoughts on this whole ordeal? So uh, um, the just cause series has been a lot of peaks and valleys for me. Um, Whereas the first game was a complete surprise, you know, it kind of came out of nowhere. It was a good idea from the get-go. Uh, the second game was okay, was bomb, and then the fourth game was absolute crap. Um, and that's just my opinion. No, that's that's the games. Uh, as, as far as the movie goes, again, this isn't surprising. It's a franchise that has fans, and Hollywood wants to make money off of it. Um, I, I think as far as what they could do is a cool idea. You know, I. I don't know how they're going to pull off the uh, parachute coming out of, you know, this guy's butt. Uh, oh, are you talking about just cause? Oh, okay. Let me, let me catch up the audience. Cause I thought you were talking about Sonic. Um, so I'm so sorry. I thought we were talking about just cause my bad. Cause I, no, cause I didn't know. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. Is he talking about Sonic or just cause? So then I found the article. So let me just catch up the audience really quickly. So basically <laughs> a, a new writer was hired and it's the John Wick, um, one of the John Wick screenwriters. So that's kind of like been the most development on it. Apparently, it's gonna come out. They Lionsgate is producing, I believe, or the yeah, I think that's all. I think that's literally it. Um, yeah, Lionsgate is an, announced it, and I think Warner Brothers is gonna like actually. Oh no, I don't know who owns it, but apparently they're saying it's gonna start filming in um, 2020, or that's when they want to start filming it. And um, oh yeah, and then continue your whole uh, thing about the game. I'm so sorry. No, no you're um, fine. Keep going. <laughs> uh, on, on a side, them redesigning Sonic is a good idea. I, I think <laughs> it's going to more professionally. But yeah, moving on. Um, just Cause. As far yeah. as anyone who's writing it, they would know exactly what kind of source material they need to pull from the game. Right. You know, you've got, uh, I think his name is Rico. Um, Rico Rodriguez, I think. Uh, you know, he's a charming character, he's a no-nonsense kind of guy, but he also likes to have fun with any kind of thing he's doing. He likes explosions, you know, he, he not a whole lot of patience for riffraff, and the other <laughs> cast in the games that are reoccurring, I think, um, uh, I think would be fun on screen, yeah. uh, depending whether or not they're going to do, like, an Origins movie, which I think would be super boring if they did, um, but... It you know it would be exciting to watch on a big screen. Right. Uh, plus, with the and I know I don't want to get political on the show, but with the economical uh, economy and, and, and climate um, that's going on in the world, I think showing. <laughs> oh my lord! Sorry, my computer's <laughs> yelling at me. Um, I think that they could do a lot with the narrative and kind of satire the real world in it. So yeah. So, like, how would you pitch this game to, like, an average viewer? Is it, like, um, Indiana Jones meets Fast and Ferris or something? Because that's the vibe that I'm getting from this picture I'm looking at of him jumping out of a ship exploding. <laughs> but with literally a parachute up his butt, or it looks like a jetpack of some sort. But um, how would you, like, pitch this, like, in, in movies that we've seen before if, like, you had to pitch it to somebody? Um, Did you see uh, Point Break, I think it was called? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so imagine Point Break meets fa the new Fast and the Furious movies um, meets GTA and 
uh, other open world games. It's, <laughs> it, yeah. it is the momentum of these games is incredible, right. except for the fourth one, which is not that great. Um, but you know, the stories weren't always that important. It, it was it was all about the gameplay aspect. Right. Um, this guy has a has a like a grappling hook attached to his wrists that like you can attach to the top of a building. You pull yourself up, you open your parachute, um, you glide over the building, you open, you close the parachute, you open up your wingsuit, and you glide down a mountain really, really fast. You pull out a rocket launcher, you blow up a gas station that was secretly smuggling drugs, and you land on your feet, and the explosion goes on behind you. It's it's all very momentum and like you know you can't right. make things exciting. However, it gets very monotonous. Explosions become boring after a while. Right. Um, so uh, play it for the game. Don't play it for the story. That's, uh, I mean, that's all I'm going to say about it. All right. And then um, my last thing with this is that, uh, so they said that the producer was kind of like the guy, the, uh, one of the producers of like Hitman and, and the Resident Evil. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I didn't even read that part, but he's like saying it's from that same studio, so I'm like, oh no. But then the John Wick writer has me interested because I'm like, okay, then maybe they they might take the same. But then again, um, the director is very important for, so maybe they can get like a really soft, low ground director, or like mid budget, low budget type of director to really push this, uh, push this franchise to its brink or something. Who knows? Right. Hopefully, hopefully, there's good things that come out. So um, do we have any closing topics on uh, closing thoughts on this? Uh, my closing thought on it is don't do it. But I have <laughs> yeah. so. oh, like <laughs> Lionsgate is like, stop it, stop! Don't even try it. Don't even try. It. <laughs> no, we gotta close the curtain. Um. So okay, since we kind of like uh blaze through Sonic, let's just talk about um Detective Pikachu. Um, okay. This is a film that me and um, me and Roger had seen recently. It just it recently came out. Um, I think it's still in theaters now, so we're just gonna kind of talk about it and geek out about it a little bit, um, and kind of give our thoughts on it. We'll do one half non-spoiler review, so you can stay still, and we'll let you know when we'll start to get into spoilers. Uh, then we can go on from there, and uh, yeah, and then just have at it and. It's funny because you're the only person I've done reviews with, so it's really funny that I'm doing another review with you, <laughs> like right, right away too, because this is pretty cool. So, um, Detective Pikachu is directed by. Hold on, let me scroll back up now. Is there is a 2019 mystery film directed by Rob Letterman? I don't know what else he's done. Um, I feel like he's done more movies than just this. Based on the Pokemon fra Pokemon franchise, created by Satoshi Tajiri. And the 2016 video game, Detective Pikachu, it was written by Letterman, Dan Hernandez, Benji Samet, and Derek Connolly from a story by Hernandez, Samet, and Nicole Perlman. Wow, she writes a lot of films. I like that writer. Um, <laughs> the film was produced by Legendary Pictures in association with Toho Entertainment. Um, it is the first live-action Pokemon film. Uh, Ryan Reynolds stars as the voice and facial motion capture of Pikachu. With Justice Smith, Catherine Newton, Suki Waterhouse, Omar Chaparro, Chris Gere, Ken Watanabe, and Bill Nye in the live-action role. To be clear, that's that's Bill Nye, not Bill Nye. Oh. Don't expect the science guy to show up in this movie. I, I'm doing my show right now. Um, oh, did my phone die? Yeah, yeah. No, no, your phone oh, like, oh, everything got really quiet. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I was, um, I was, uh, I was looking at something. So, um, Bill Nighy, right? You said Bill Nighy, not Bill Nye. It's two syllables, his last name. So, Nighy. Bill Nye. Oh, okay. Because I was wondering, because yeah. I heard a guy say, like, no, it's not the one that you know. I was like, are you sure? <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, so let's just start with overall general thoughts. Also, how did you feel about this? This whole ordeal, this whole film. Um, Actually, wait, wait, wait. Let's start with your expectations. What did you walk in thinking? Do you think it would be like you know mediocre? Do you think you'd like it, or what? Or what did you think overall? So, I mean, to, to ask expectations from me, I don't know. That's from what I heard. You know, like a, that how much it was doing, how well it was doing. I had pretty high expectations. Right. Um. You know, I, obviously, I, Pokemon what came out 1990, I think six was it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I was 
I was four years old, man. Pokemon's been a part of my life for the majority of it. Right. Uh, it was a big deal, you know, elementary, junior high, not so much high school, but, you know, came back in college. Um, so for them to do something so bold as a, quote, live action Pokemon film, I was pretty pumped for it. So expectations were high. Okay, so um, going on, um, so what, give me like your overall general thoughts on the film. How did you feel about this movie? Um, okay, uh, when we walked out of the theater, I liked it. In fact, yeah, I talked about it for a very long time. I recommend people go see it. Um, however, at the beginning of the film, I felt that uh, the exposition was forced down your throat for the first 30 minutes. <laughs> I think people going into this film should kind of just expect there to be Pokemon in the world and for things to happen. They don't really need things to be explained to them. Um, But again, the beginning of the film, I would say almost the first half was too, it was too much explanation. Right. Um, You know, you live in this universe where people, you know, live with Pokemon, but there's a train ride. This isn't a spoiler. There's a train ride into the main city of the movie. Right. And like, there's this, there's this video that's like, Pokemon have leaped oh, with yeah. you. <laughs> I was like, yeah. get over it. Kind of, you yeah. know, move on. Uh, I don't know. A lot of the dialogue was very forced. I didn't agree with the main character at the beginning. I thought he was dry and bland and all the other characters had so much color about them. Right. Uh, and then and there was a point, and this is a spoiler, so I'm not going to say it. Uh, there was a point where I was like, oh, dang, okay, I, he, this character, this guy can act. I, you know, I completely understand what he's going through, all this other stuff. Um, I, I found that the twists at the end were pretty, pretty up to par. Yeah, I was a big fan of those, uh, like the ending reveals, the way they revealed it. I was like, wow i was like this is good this is some good shit yeah but, uh, i was that's that's it that was basically my thoughts but uh, yeah continue um so my overall thoughts are it is a good film mm-hmm. uh the storyline could use some working on as right. far as introductions and exposition um there are things that were excluded from the film that i would have liked to have seen that is in the pokemon universe i understand why they didn't in the put them in but um uh, let's see. And oh, I will say, up until you're used to the Pokemon on screen, they are a huge distraction. I found myself looking at the Pokemon and paying attention to like their textures and what they were doing, right. and I wasn't listening to what was happening. <laughs> like a scene would be over, and like one of the characters would have like a shocked, you know, expression and be like, "Oh, whoa, 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 wait, wait, what happened?" Right. <laughs> It took a while for me to, you know, be comfortable with Pokemon on screen. Right. And um, so, like, for uh, – and uh, did you feel like uh, that it felt natural with the way they did, like, with the way they were, like, somewhere in the forest and living in the forest or somewhere out in the streets, like, you know, walking about and um, feeling, like, alive? Like, did you feel like the that world really came alive? Like, say, in the sense of, like, a Ready Player One where you – felt like they could have just they didn't really need to do that much but um uh like the way they looked per se and things like that and the way they acted was it very close to the source material like the the games and the shows and uh, in terms of like the pokemon and their and the little because we didn't get to see every i mean we got to see a lot but not all of them had their time to shine my favorite guy was the was the mime pokemon he was my favorite if i did have a pokemon i would only want him to be my pokemon because he's just great (laughs) Um, but, and we'll get in, like, into more spoilers after, like, I'm done giving my, uh, review too, but the, uh, I loved, I, um, for me, this film was just, like, I, I didn't expect it to be this good, to be honest, in all honesty. Um, I knew it was good and everything, but I didn't know how good it was. I thought it was, like, mixed to positive, or, like, the way people say, like, X-Men Origins, uh, Wolverine, like, I thought that was a good movie, but people thought it was bad. I thought that's the same way I'd feel about this movie, where, like, people thought it was, it was super like good to mixed but um i thought it would be like i'd love it right away and um i did i did like the movie uh a lot and i um i ended up like falling in love with it towards the end because i thought the ending was very strong um this the beginning was pretty slow only because i i'm not a big fan of the actor justice smith uh i know he's a nice guy and everything but i don't know his 
the last time I saw him on screen was Jurassic World, and all he was kind of doing was screaming and kind of being a nuisance and a little bit annoying, but in this film, I'm glad that he at least, you know, kind of restrained himself for the most part, or tried to, and and um did his best, I guess, with what he was given. And uh, I like the idea of the way they set it up of, like, the Pokemon needing to bond with the person instead of them just taking them, and that's it. Uh, I like that idea of it. It gives you that how-to-train-your-dragon feel. Um, yeah. I also like the fact that the actor that plays Dopinder was in the movie. <laughs> that's just a little thing. If you watch Deadpool, then you know that actor. But um, I wanted him to be in the movie more. Right. He was so cool. And um, and I, I, I loved when he popped in there. And um, I like that uh, Ryan Reynolds really keeps, like, close friends like that. Like, the, he would put him in a movie like that. Um, and that was really nice. Uh, the... For me, the direction was really well. It was well versed. Um, I like the way they introduced all the Pokemon. I like the way they felt like they were a part of this world. It felt natural to me, um, and I liked it. I I I liked it in the way that I liked Ready Player One. And I would I would feel like where it's very rewatchable for me. I could like show this to. I could put this on for like a kid, and I feel like they'd be enthralled right away. I was enthralled, and I went to go see it with my brother, and I looked like that. I was having a more fun time than than he was, but. Um, but maybe because like he's not really he doesn't like to be sitting in one place for a while so he doesn't like uh being at the movies all that much but i took him anyways um he said he enjoyed it though i think he just lied to me to make me feel good but i was having a ball with listening to ryan reynolds talk as pikachu and all that stuff and the way the 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 storytelling was really well crafted from the writing standpoint of it um like you said the writing was forced at times especially that uh catherine newton's character she was um she was very uh I don't know. She at times she was like very like a little bit cheesy with like the oh I'm gonna stop this like she kind of like felt like an anime character where like they just kept saying their purpose over and over again or she kind of felt like you know what I mean uh, she she felt like she was straight out of like a, a cartoon special with her like after school special sometimes but well, I, I like I liked her performance nonetheless because uh, I like that actor a lot or actress a lot and um uh, I like the 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 story beats were nice the the visual effects were amazing. Uh, I really like the what's that pink guy's name? The guy that was like kind of the main, the main uh, who were, we were led to believe to be the guy. You know what I mean? The the one that kind of does all the damage in the beginning. What's his name? Uh, in the movie, his name is Roger. Uh, Roger. Uh, Roger Clifford, I think his name is. Um, I don't know the actor's name. So like, um, I'm talking about like the pink one, the pink Pokemon, you know, the, the one that was like flying in. Oh, yeah. Oh, ditto. Yeah, yeah, him. He's so dope. He's so dope. Um, I liked him a lot in the movie. I don't know. I just, I just like this character. I like the way they, they really. I knew that he was like a really strong Pokemon because he's always in like their marketing when they're marketing new games. But I didn't know. I thought it was him and like Charizard were like the strongest. Um, but I really liked him. Wait a minute, wait a minute, I'm sorry. You said pink Pokemon, I went straight to Ditto. You're, Mewtwo is who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, Mewtwo, the, the guy. Mewtwo. Yeah, so, I'm sorry. But, um, but yeah, because I'm not well-versed in it, because I was still really young when all that stuff was happening, but I, I had them, but I, I never, like, really understood. I just knew that it was cool to have Pokemon cards <laughs> back in the day when I, was in, when I was in elementary school. Absolutely. He was, um to me, I really liked the way they built the, that character up and the way they told the story. Um, Ryan Reynolds was amazing as Pikachu. Uh, I'm surprised that that came out of my mouth, but I knew he was good, but I didn't know how much he would bring to the role. Like, he really he really brought personality to the Pikachu, which is weird because my, um, my co-worker, who's like a huge Pokemon fan, he kept saying how he hated the movie because he knows that he said Pikachu doesn't talk in the series. Um, I don't remember him talking in the series either, but I thought like... Maybe I've I haven't seen the most recent stuff, so maybe he does talk or something. But he said Pikachu has never talked, so I was telling him that he needs to give the movie a chance and really see the ending, which we're gonna like talk about in a minute and the the more spoiler um topic. But um when you see the ending, it really does make sense. And uh, if you give the movie a chance, then um the movie itself will make sure that it delivers on you being open minded about it. I feel like and um like you said, it was nice, it was good, and what's yeah. like. What's your overall rating uh, you would give it right now as as you stand with it? Uh, as like a moviegoer, I, it would stay at like a strong eight, like seven to eight. Yeah. So, and that's how I felt too, like around that that uh, good like seven, eight. It was really good. Um, people are saying that this, do you consider this a video game movie, um, Roger, or no? Uh, okay, so that's, that's difficult. Yeah. 
Because um, I feel like it's a bit technical because it's also a show, but I don't know if they did make you, games first, but... You've got the card game, you've got an anime, you've got, obviously, the video games. It, at this point, I would not call this a video game movie because I would... I, simply, I would call it a franchise movie. Right. Like, it, it's not... It's not something that was derived from a video game, in my opinion. And, um, and do you uh do you think like I mean I don't know if they I know that a Detective Pikachu two is coming out, but okay. So uh, let's since since I'm asking a new question that might involve spoilers, uh, this is the point where you would have to leave for spoilers, um, because now we're gonna be getting into the more drastic, uh, more detailed oriented version of the of the story and um i don't want to spoil it for you if you haven't gone to see the movie um i recommend it uh roger what how do you feel do you recommend it to audiences to go see if they still haven't yeah. seen it if it's in theaters go see the movie. Yeah. yeah you'll you'll it'll definitely be worth your time and worth your money um and ryan reynolds really makes you proud in that movie as detective pikachu so go see it and um we'll give you five seconds to, like tune out five four three two one okay whoever's still here I'm assuming I've seen the movie or doesn't care about spoilers. So, um, what's like? Just, just throw out a spoiler that you want to discuss. That's more. That's been the most in your head since you've seen that movie. Well, wait. What, what was the question? What, or just what's like you... any type of spoiler that like you want to talk about, like that maybe has been kept been kept in your mind since you've seen it, or something that that like surprised you in the film that uh, you want to discuss or just talk about or geek out about. So my, the biggest spoiler that like, or not spoiler, the biggest um, twist in my opinion um, was that the, the, the son that we were d- discussing earlier, Roger Clifford, that he was being portrayed by the Pokemon Ditto, right. uh, the, the one that can transform into everything. Mm-hmm. Um, because, I mean, okay, if you know anything about Bill Nye, uh he played... Um, he he was in uh, Underworld, I think. Uh, he was in uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean's movie as Davy Jones. Um, you know, it, most roles that he has, he is kind of a bad guy. And <laughs> at the beginning of the film, I was like, "Oh, is he gonna be? Is he gonna be a good guy in this yeah. movie?" That's crazy. And um, whenever you know, whenever the end was was explained and oh no he's actually not a good guy and his yeah. son was being his son was like tied up in a closet and I was like man I should have <laughs> called this um but yeah it's it was a very subtle twist because at the beginning of the movie you see um you see his character being wheeled off screen right. uh, by a ditto that transformed into like a human handler right mm-hmm. and it was the it was, it was the only one hint that a human can turn it or that a, that a ditto can turn into a human and it, it wasn't really something you were paying attention to because something else was happening on screen right. uh, so whenever it was revealed i thought it was it was incredibly uh, uh, well timed yeah. um the rest of the movie kind of made more sense that way and uh it, it was just they did a good job with that yeah. uh, as far as like storyline you know momentum shifts you know like uh, you've got Pikachu trying to figure out why he lost his memory. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, obviously uh, the main character's father dying in a mysterious car crash. You know, who did it? Oh, well, it was it was Mewtwo. Oh, but turns out it was Mewtwo. It was the Greninja working for Roger, and you know, Mewtwo actually saved Pikachu, but he but he killed the the dad. Oh, but no, he didn't. No, he right. he like combined the dad and Pikachu. So yeah. it. It was all very back and forth, and it didn't get too exhausting. Which right. someone like like the way I just explained it, it sounds so right. complicated. Awesome. Yeah. So I I think they did a good job as far as pacing. Right. And um, like you said, like pacing was everything in this movie because they set it up properly. They keep you guessing, and it's like you're not for sure who to you like throughout the midway through the movie. Like you don't know who to trust. It feels like. At least yeah. that's how I felt as the main character, like, was discovering more and more. And um, I loved um, how, like, even Ryan Reynolds, like, there was, like, this climactic moment where, like, they're about to break into, like, the facility where they, um, where they're, where the accident happens. And he's like, go! I heard everyone! And I was like, aw. 
This is Deadpool talking. This is like a, basically like a dumbed down version of Deadpool, but it's basically kind of him talking. That's why I was like, like his beats were super emotional. I liked everything that he was saying. And um, yeah. it seemed like midway through the film, the actor for me, Justice Smith, got a lot better because um, he wasn't like being such a Debbie Downer and being so like just boring the whole time. And uh, and I it's, I just really liked it. But the, the, the Mewtwo character was my favorite because like, I don't know, his voice was so regal and powerful and big. And um, he was he was badass to me. Like when I saw him, I was like, Oh my god, this guy's like a god, man. Like he's the Thanos of their world right there, this guy right here. Um, <laughs> I just thought he was so cool the way they used him and the way um his voice sounded really cool and his demeanor as like this kind of like sentient being in a way, just like killing it. And um I love the mime scenes. Because he's my favorite. As soon as I saw him in the trailers, I was like, this is so fucking amazing <laughs> for a kid's movie to be like this funny. But like, I don't know, it felt, it felt nice to see that character in the movie, even though I knew he was coming. I was like, man, I'm going to love this scene. I was like, so ready to love it. And then I did love it um, because like he, I just like that Pokemon. I'm not, because like I said, I'm not very well versed in like the lore, but he's my favorite. I don't care about anyone else but him. He's my favorite. Um, personally, because I know that he'll always make me laugh, at least, if I'm ever feeling down, and always be there, like, I would want a Pokemon like him just to be there, like, during, even in school, like, just making me laugh and stuff, but, um, I loved his scenes with Deadpool, and how he was, like, how the, the human character was explaining what the, what the Pokemon was trying to say to another Pokemon, which I thought was hilarious, shove it, and he would just be, like, like, understanding everything he was trying to tell Detective Pikachu, which I thought was hilarious, um, and, like, the gasoline bit, was hilarious uh, with um, him being trapped in like the gasoline or pretending that he was. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Which was amazing, and uh, I don't know. I like the way they added a lot of um. They really gave the Pokemon's that weren't in the film the whole time a lot more personality than I thought. Basically, like um, I I felt like they all felt lively. Um, like they had their own spirits, even though they did have people that they were tied to. They felt like their own things in a way, and I and I really enjoyed that because. Um, I don't know. I just liked it. It made me. It made me feel like the world was a lot better realized than I may have thought. Um, and the the duck that explodes. Um, he's also pretty. Cool. Yeah, he's he's really cool. And um, I don't know. I just liked the movie a lot. And um, I didn't have too many nitpicks. I forgot to. I was gonna ask you a question. So did they explain why they erased his memory, uh, Detective Pikachu's memory? Uh, I mean, it was kind of. <laughs> It it was kind of, it wasn't really explained. There was no like definite like this right. is what did it, but it did seem like it was just an aftermath kind of product of oh, okay yeah of getting YouTube fusing yeah. too. That's cool, but yeah, and then Ryan Reynolds at the end that really surprised me. I was like, wait, what? I was like, even though uh, it was it eventually like was revealed to be his dad, I was like, damn, this is so nice. And the whole plot thread with him with his father not being there and. Uh, father and son coming back together at the end really really was like man i was like this is really touching this is a really like nice charming movie and um i don't know i just really enjoyed myself it's a movie where you gotta enjoy yourself and not think too hard about it obviously it's a good movie in terms of like the way they tell it and stuff like that and the world um but they really at least know how to immerse you and keep you there they really go all in and that's something i also like is that they didn't i feel like they didn't pull back any punches in terms of like pokemon lore um, letting you really sit with the characters when they were figuring stuff out or um, reacting to something that had happened to them or figuring out stuff. So yeah, um, overall, I really enjoyed this movie. I'd also give it a 7 or 8. Um, I'm leaning towards uh, towards 8 more still because I just really enjoyed the film walking out of it. And, um, and they also gave me Pokemon cards at my theater when I went to go see it because I went to see it op- opening weekend. I still haven't opened them though because I feel like I want to save it and I like treasure it. So I can give it to my kid one day and be like, here you go. This is your first Pokemon card. <laughs> I feel like that'd be cool. But um, but yeah, uh, I'm re- I was I thought it was a really good movie. Um, do we have any closing thoughts on this? Any any closing thoughts on the actual movie? Um, well, my closing thoughts are one, definitely go see it. Yeah, uh, two, just be okay that Pokemon are in the film because they were a huge distraction for me. Um. <laughs> And if I, if, I'm probably going to need to watch it again just to, you yes. know, clarify on the beginning parts of the film. And, um, you know, don't don't take it too seriously. Yeah, so, just go have, literally, it's like one of those where you shove yeah, popcorn in your face and you have fun, honestly. 
and it's cool and it's and it's nice because of that it's and it's not a bad thing um so yeah let's i mean uh so if you do still do you still want to bring up the the sonic thing or do you want to kind of just conclude the show here um roger i i mean if, if i if i had anything to say about the sonic thing it's that um they gave a little teaser um explaining that the movie's going to be pushed back a little bit um, if you know anything about the first few games, the 2D side-scrollers, at the very end of each level, you would run past a sign, and the sign would spin up into the air, and it would land, and uh, <laughs> it would have a certain symbol on it. Now, um, the, the teaser, the little teaser poster that they gave explaining it was going to be um, pushed back, it was one of those signs being held by Sonic's arm. Um, clearly, the difference being it wasn't... The, the the design that they had but right. it's it looks more like it did to the video game he has a glove on yeah. um and he's got you know like a skin textured arm and a furry shoulder so i uh, i have hopes for what's what they have coming out i don't i don't think after this whole debacle they could fuck it up worse right. so and um, you, what if like what if like something happens and like people because you know how people are and and I'm not insulting like any type of opinion or anything, because people do deserve the right to voice their opinion. But okay. like, I would be like, man, like, if they, if people still kept trying to complain about it after a year of pushback and everything, I'd be so upset and so annoyed with all that stuff. Like, as the director of the okay. film and the people that worked on it, I don't know. It's like, can can is that still a possibility after this, or do you think since people since they tried to understand the criticism and do their best to fix it do you think that we'll get you know a bit of like a reprieve from the audience like they'll be able to at least be a lot more open-minded this go around when like they start up the marketing again and stuff like that when it comes back out uh, i think that after all of this drama surrounding this movie i, I think it's gonna be a bittersweet thing i think People are going to watch this film with a little bit of reproach, you know, with like some kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like with their defenses up, so to speak. Uh, Like until the next trailer is released, I think everyone's going to be on their toes about it. And if anyone wants to complain about the new design, whether it be good and or bad, I say get over it. You know, like if if you want to make a Sonic movie, do it. But right. (laughs) Um, all right well i mean i feel like we've talked about everything uh well first i want to open uh it to you do you have anything you want to suggest to the audience or want to talk about in regards to projects films video games books movies anything of the sort before we sign off um, i mean the only things the only things i've mentioned so far on your past podcast is the ones i'm going to mention now <laughs> um, i'm obviously clearly excited for borderlands 3 coming out in september um, and also Guillermo del Toro's scary stories to tell in the dark. I think that's going to be fantastic once it comes out. Um, the, those are the only things I'm, I'm pumped about this year. So, are you going to check out Godzilla? Of course, I'm going to check out Godzilla. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, have you seen Brightburn or Booksmart yet, or any of like the other films oh, that are coming? See, I wanted I wanted to go see Booksmart and Brightburn. Brightburn seems a little iffy to me, though. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there was the whole comic run where Superman landed in Russia instead right. of America, and I don't know. I it's a fun idea. I wouldn't have made a whole movie about it at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, as far as that goes, I'm not too excited for it. It it looks fun. It looks interesting. I don't know if I want to spend money on it. Right. Uh, but as far as Booksmart goes, I mean, the writing, as far as the trailers go, looks really good. As far as like dialogue and stuff. Uh, again, still haven't had a chance to go see it, but I do plan on getting it eventually. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. But yeah, I think you'd really enjoy that movie. Um, it's very like, like, uh, in the vein of like, like people kept comparing it to Superbad. I could say that I definitely recommend that movie. It's like, it's like the way Blockers was like, kind of like the female American Pie. It's kind of like I feel like the the critics were right about like, like suggesting it would be like a female super bad, but still finding its own merits a little bit. So I really liked it. And maybe because the, the actress in it is Jonas Hill's sister. So I didn't know that until like, yeah, like the, the chunkier girl, um, she was in Lady Bird, uh, but she's actually Jonah Hill's like real life sister. I didn't even know that. I was like, Whoa. Um, She seems really fun. 
Yeah, she's hilarious in the film, and uh, but I think you'll love uh, both of them actually. So, you know what, Brightburn was good. I I would recommend it, but it's one of those things that like if somebody wanted to see like catch it on HBO or like a Showtime or on a premium like you know a streaming service and so have you. I feel like it's still good then too. You know what I mean? I just think yeah. like when I was watching it, the way it plays out. <laughs> so interesting <laughs> like when they stop talking about all the superman garbage that they kind of like bite off a little bit i'm like hey this is this is getting good like you know what i mean after all that stuff but um but yeah it's definitely a film uh that uh that i wanted to see if you had seen but yeah godzilla for me is coming out that's something i'm really excited about um i just started school which is difficult and i'm also considering um i finished a couple of scripts that i'd like to make into like these short projects of mine like five to seven minute type of things so i can just start filming something or filming anything but um <laughs> that's mostly been going on with me audience um and i guess we sign off now uh do i guess uh well for me uh i like to just say thank you whoever's listening and i appreciate y'all listening uh, do you have anything to say to the people before we sign off roger uh my only advice is uh be good I like how you always tell them that, like, just be nice to people and be good. <laughs> like, all we need is that. You don't got to do nothing else but be nice to people, but... <laughs> or probably listening, they're like, yeah, look at this guy. Um, but yeah, uh, thank you once again, Roger, for being on the show. I very much appreciate it. I love every time you come on. You always bring something hot and heavy and new and fresh, and I love it. And um, this video game-themed episode was really, uh, really cool to do, actually, like a really themed episode that we got going on here. And um, I thought it was really fun to talk to you and um, to hear your perspectives on, especially things that you're more, uh, like, that really interest you in terms of, like, video games. And uh, the fact that you have a YouTube channel that does a lot of gaming and stuff is really cool to see, uh, to get a lot more information on this uh, subject matter that I'm not really that well-versed in. Uh, but I like hearing about it, and um, I always watch the little esports competitive gaming stuff, so I, oh, yeah. I like those uh, a lot too. And um, so hearing you, a person that's um, done it for a living and that knows um, the craft very well in that regards and plays a lot of video games, can really add to the conversation. I very much appreciate you adding to the conversation and um, throwing in um, some information that I was lacking and that maybe the audience may have not known, um, and adding some more information on things that we didn't know. So uh, thank you so much again. Uh, thank you for being on the show. Come Absolutely. As soon as you can, uh, like I always say. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, put down the book and go watch a movie. Woo! We're our signing off. Have a wonderful evening. Goodbye.